headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Merry Christmas, folks. We're so glad you're with us. Thanks for hanging out. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. She is the author of our brand new Ramsey Quick Read, Money's Not a Math Problem, The Real Reason You're Broke and What to Do About It. And a whole 57 pages, you can jump through it at a one setting, and it's a great, these little quick reads we put out, I've got several of them on uh, Entree Leadership to sub- subjects, and uh, I got one coming out on real estate, we got a couple of others running around, Dr. John Deloney did one on anxiety that did real well, yeah. and so we got a lot of these little, if you want to do quick little, it's basically a chapter, a good solid chapter of 76 a 76 pages, Dave, come it, on now. It, it's how much? 76 oh, pages. Oh, 76. I called it 57. You got to give you me up. my page numbers now, Dave. Brought you up short. <laughs> Sorry about that. Don't bring her up short. There's a lot of quality there in those other 20 pages I left out. Don't do not do that. So anyway, you can check all that out at RamseySolutions.com. This year, uh, this will be, uh, the next couple of days will be our last uh, live broadcast of this calendar year. Uh, we, we don't work between Christmas and New Year's, so you guys get best ofs. Uh, that's how that works. And so this year we will have done uh, 242 live shows. Wow. Uh, we will have taken over 3,200 callers this year and 184 debt-free screams Ooh. totaling $36 million Whoa. of debt-free yells on the air. Not bad. Pretty cool stuff. And uh, yesterday we discovered that the Ramsey Show is the number one podcast in the entire world on apple uh all of apple not just one of the little nuanced corners the whole thing uh so however many three million podcasts there are or something like that you guys have spread the word you guys have let your friends and neighbors know and you've subscribed and shared and done all the appropriate five-star reviews and you got it for us thank you thank you for getting us to number one we appreciate you very very much we appreciate how many of you that are out there and that we're here to serve the phone number here is 888-825-5225 sarah is with us in minneapolis hi sarah welcome to the ramsey show hi dave thank you for taking my call sure what's up um i am wondering my husband's employer he has a job he's a contract employee who works seasonally um and assuming that his job gets renewed for contract every year his employer has to pay for his housing for um, April through September. And then we also own a home, but in a different state when he's not working his contract job. And so we're wondering at this point, we owe about $100,000 on our home and it's worth about $250,000 if we were to sell it. And we're wondering if we should sell our home and rent from October through uh, like February when he's not in employee housing and hope his contract keeps getting renewed or if we should continue to hang on to this home and just, you know, pay the mortgage. So every year there's this three or four month gap. Yeah. Yeah. The off season, if you will. What does he do? He plays baseball. Oh, okay. That makes sense. All right. Ding, ding. All right. Um, how long, uh, contract being renewed, just basically he's got to make the team again is what it amounts to, right? Yeah, they have to, you know, he has to be re-signed, which hopefully he will be re-signed, but, but if he doesn't, baseball, he could be let go at any time. And then would thing. he pick up another team in another location? Hopefully, yeah. Okay. Mm. How long has he been playing? This will be the sixth 
year with the org that we're in. So is AAA? Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. So um, is the trajectory, can, can, do you have objectivity on his career or are you emotionally involved and don't know what's really going on? I mean, is it, um, where's I, he, where's he headed? Is he going to make it to the big show? Well, everybody hopes they're going well, to make I it know. to the big That's show. Well, I know. That's why I um, ask if you had objectivity. It's six <laughs> years. Yeah. Uh, is, 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 is their trajectory heading that way or is he the, just kind of hanging out in the, in the AAA? Uh, it's, let's see, that's last year ended his last or his first season in AAA. So we've been moving up. I mean, everybody hopes they make it to the bigs, but he's not like a top prospect if that, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the, he's had one year in AAA. The rest of them are in double. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Gosh, I don't, um, but basically the answer to your question is what do you think the probability is that you're going to need this house and um you you don't know the answer to that question and neither do i listening to you i can't make an intelligent guess as because it just depends on how seasons go and how well he plays and whether or not he continues an upward trajectory with his career that's what it amounts to otherwise he's out of baseball in two years right well, then you're looking at the house and you're thinking, okay, well, if you do, if let's say you did sell the house, let's pretend like, that you decided to do what you're saying and you rent, you sell this house. What's the down? Let's and let's say this ends up being his last year. Mm-hmm. What's what's the downside of selling this house, letting the money sit in a high yield or wherever you put it um, for yeah, a year and got, a half? But you got to rent while the, and in, then they're in renting the in the off season. And what would be the difference between what you'd pay in rent and what you're paying in your mortgage? Um, our mortgage is about seven hundred and fifty a month, and rent in the area would probably be a little closer to eleven $1, hundred yeah, yeah. for the months that we rent. Mm-hmm. But then we'd only have to pay rent for you know less than half the year, so year over year it would be less. Okay, mm-hmm. so what That's happens? Do you, you guys have had to had the conversation? What do you do after baseball? What's he going to do after baseball? Um. Well, I currently have a job that I'll continue working, and he, um, in the off-season, works in in town as a coach for a gym, um, and he could pick that up full-time when he's done. <laughs> and that's in the town where the house is? Yes, sir. I'd keep the house. I'd keep the house, because there's a probability, there's a high probability, at some time in the next three or four years, you're going to end up back there, just based on normal professional careers. That's a good point. Okay. Um, I hope he is in a smaller probability that he makes it to the bigs and everything goes big and you guys are cashing serious checks and you sell the house because you got you a, a place that's 80 times bigger and all that. I hope that happens. Uh, but the, the vast majority of sports professionals are done, you know, and, uh, you know, at 30 years old. And so, um, and you're here, you're approaching that. So, um, yeah, if it, unless he's in the bigs, he he's done in three or four years on average. Now he might not be, he might play on out five or six years, but that would not be the normal statistical pattern of the, of the pro athletes that we've worked with. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to think this through in a cold and calculated way, not, not really reflecting on your husband's talent. Cause I have no idea how talented he is. I'm just listening to the story. I'm keeping the house because I think you guys, you need it four months a year and you might need it 12 months a year uh, when baseball ends for him. 
and so uh and you start your new life and you're going to start it in that town and you need yeah i'm gonna keep it we'll keep it in this case and it's not super super expensive either it's a reasonable modest home it was an interesting discussion sarah i sure hope he does great me too be cool to have you call me back someday and go hey you made the bigs now what do we do with all this money (laughs) (laughs) that'd be great this is the ramsey show Fake it till you make it. It's popular career advice, but it doesn't work for very long. If you don't love what you do, you can't fake the enthusiasm and energy you need to win at work. You also can't fake your physical health and energy. Everybody knows we should eat more fruits and veggies, but fruit chews and veggie chips don't count. If you aren't winning physically, I promise you're limiting your opportunities to win professionally. Folks, I know you're going hard right now to pay off debt and get ahead professionally. You need another gear. And that's why Balance of Nature will help you. They help me. They give me the benefits of fresh, whole fruits and veggies in just seconds. The blend of 31 different fruits and veggies is powdered in an advanced process that locks in the nutrients. So go to balanceofnature.com and enter the promo code RAMSEY to get 35% off your first order and lock in a lifetime price as a preferred customer. That's balanceofnature.com with the promo code RAMSEY for 35% off your first order. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us. Today's question is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. Here at Ramsey, we believe in making home ownership a blessing, not a burden. So we recommend Neighborly's nationwide network of service professionals to help repair, maintain, and improve your home. Find the help you need at neighborly.com slash Ramsey today. Today's question comes from Nate in Ohio. I'm learning about investing, and I want your input on something. I hear how your guy, number one, can start at 20. I hear how guy number one, there you go, can start at 20 years old and invest $100 a month compared to guy number two, who starts at 30 and invests $200 a month. Guy number two will never catch up because of the compounding interest. If I have debt but also want to invest, can't I do both and benefit from the compounding interest? I have over $100,000 in debt from college, and I do not believe I can pay that off by the time I'm 30. But I don't want to wait until I'm 30 to start investing. What do you think? Um, I love this question, and I, uh, you know, I wish I knew what his income was because I would tell him, listen, the average person is getting out of debt in two years. And let me just add to that because this is just personal. This is me talking. Even if it took you longer, my husband and I, when we paid off our debt, it took us seven and a half years to pay off the debt. Then we turned around and saved up our expenses. Then we turned around and bought a house. We were in our mid-30s before we started investing. And I'm telling you, we're going to be okay. And you're going to be okay, too. So that's... You're just not put only going to on, be okay, you're going to be a millionaire. Listen, come on, Dave. All right. Well, I mean, let's put that on the shelf. No, it really is. It is. I mean, it's the math. So yeah. um, he, here's the thing. Um. What you are talking about in your life, Jade, what you and Sam did, was you freed up your most powerful wealth-building tool, which is your income. Mm-hmm. And compound interest is very important, and getting started early is the reason we put those charts out, is to motivate you to get yourself out of debt so you can get started early. Right. But what you lost in compounding interest during the seven and a half years of you getting out of debt, you will more than make up that doing that Mm -hmm. because you're putting a whole lot more into investments instead of 
freaking $465,000 of personal debt. That's exactly right. And that's what people forget about. They're they're investing up to the match or they're doing 5 or 10%. But the way we teach, you're doing 15% and beyond once you get past baby step six. Not to mention, I think this is important to talk about too, Dave, when people kind of rearrange the steps, right? They're like, oh, I don't want to save yet. I don't want to pay off debt. I want to make sure I'm getting that investing in. We find that when you don't do this thing right, when you keep that debt around, right, debt equals risk. So there's now more risk in your life. There's more that can go wrong. And if you don't take the time to build up that three to six months of savings, when you have an emergency, because you will, you will have to look to your investments, your 401k and all of that to cover your emergencies. And we're seeing that actually right now more and more, more and more people are borrowing from their 401ks for hardship and they're pulling out. $5,000. $5,000. And I'm thinking to myself, listen, if you had just followed the baby steps, you wouldn't have to pull out $5,000. You'd have it in baby step three. Exactly. And, and here's the thing. If the theory that you're espousing, sir, worked, we would find that in the data as we talk to millionaires. We would find millionaires who are still paying off their debts, but have become millionaires mm-hmm with the power of compound interest by starting before they paid off their debts. And we don't find that. And we don't find that. We find that the typical millionaire got their, got clear of the debt and dumped money into investments. Pretty simple. It's a very simple primitive equation, but there's something that happens here. It's the, um, it's the loss of focus when you're trying to do two things at once mm-hmm. and you end up sucking at both of them. That's what it amounts to. Yeah. I mean, you're trying to trying to do two different things at the same time, invest and get out of debt. And you're really not good at either one. And so the end result is not uh, the same probability of becoming a millionaire, the same probability of having a substantial net worth. Mm-hmm. So the, there's um, when you have gotten clear of permanently and never go back to debt, it's a big boost for your wealth building. Yes. It's the reason that we've taught it this way for 30 years. And then the reason has, has been borne out in the actual data mm-hmm. as we've studied the millionaires. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if, um, in other words, at the end of a 20-year story, seven and a half of which you were getting out of debt. Yes. Twelve and a half of which you will be building an emergency fund, paying, buying a house, paying it off. That's right. And meanwhile, dumping 15% of your income into retirement. At the end of that 20-year story, you will have more money. Yes. Than you would have had had you steadily invested a small amount mm-hmm. while you stayed in debt for 17 years instead of seven. That's right. Not to mention, there's another piece to this, Dave, that, I mean, there's so many pieces to this. When you make the choice to pay off your debt and say, I'm not going into debt anymore, let's pretend you didn't do that, right? And you you did this guy's way. You have not said no to debt. So you're continuing to take on debt in different ways that have the ability to adversely affect your net worth and offset what you might be putting away in retirement. Does that make sense? Because you're still taking out vehicles. You're you're still utilizing debt in a way that's um, negatively affecting you. Exactly. Ah, And here's the thing. Here's the problem. I just hit me. Here's the core issue in this email. I have over a hundred thousand dollars in debt from college and I do not believe I can pay that off. Boom. There it is. So the reason you're wanting to do this is you don't have hope. Yeah. It's a lack of hope. Yeah. It's not that you really think the numbers are better. It's that you don't think you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's the, that's the thing. It's a hope thing here, honey. It's not a math thing. 
So that you need to. Yeah, it took me a second. It's down. It was down there in that fifth <laughs> sentence. Yeah, there was that 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 hopelessness. Is there? It is. The power of hope is something else. When you believe, you can run through a freaking brick wall, man. Heck yeah. There's no, you're the Hulk. There's mm-hmm. nothing stopping you when you believe. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's, That's it's good, powerful. Dave. It's good. Good stuff. All right, Patrick is with us in San Diego. Hey, Patrick, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, real quick, um, 73 years old. Um, we have a home that we bought in 97. We're in Encinitas, uh, real close to the beach. Uh, paid two, 274. Oh, God. It's, uh, it's been evaluated uh, at uh, 1.9. Wow. Uh, I would have guessed more. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, it's a townhouse. Good for uh, you. you know, and, uh, Good for you. Okay. So, so anyway, it's free and clear. You know, we pay, you know, we've been listening to you for years. Uh, I've been self was self-employed clinical psychologist, uh, retired. My wife, special education teacher, Mm -hmm. um, retired. Uh, so what's your question? We have, we have no debt. We want to, uh, we're thinking about selling this house, uh, because, uh, the neighborhood has gotten, uh, you know, it's crazy at the beach. Uh, mm-hmm. we want to know if we, and we want to downsize, mm-hmm. um, should we buy an overpriced house in California? We're staying here cause our grandkids and our children are all in California. Um, that's unfortunate for us cause we'd move someplace else. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, should we, we're kicking around, should we buy or rent? You should buy because it stabilizes the last 20, 25 years of your life. I don't care where you yeah. buy, but you ought to buy. One thing you can consider, um, you could buy a whole lot of Southwest air tickets. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. For the, di- for the difference in what you're going to pay for a house versus if you bought one in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I'm, you know, I, I I go surfing every morning, so you know it's. Well, you're not. You're moving off the beach. You told me. Yeah, well, I'm going to move. You know, inland with it. Mm-hmm. But you're also oh, you're going to drive over and surf every morning. You got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's fun. Good for you. Good for you. Well done. Yeah, I would buy though. The answer to your question is, I would buy. So what's he going to get? That's a town that's smaller than his townhome. That's less than one point nine million on the beach. He's getting off the beach. He's getting off the beach going to move inland if you move inland the price goes down so this is only shot to move down um i don't know what the rest of your nest egg looks like patrick but if it's solid i probably wouldn't sell i'll probably just sit right there given given what you told me um there's too many things that you like about this and only one thing you don't like about it this is the ramsey show this show is sponsored by better help Hey, it's Dr. John Deloney, and one of the most common questions I get is how to get something off your chest. A deep secret you've never told anyone, or maybe something that happened to you, something you've done that you're worried about because bringing it to light will disrupt your life, anything. I say this all the time, secrets will kill you, but it's hard to know where to start when it comes to talking about scary, dark things. Therapy can be a safe, effective place to get things off your chest, to learn how to say hard things out loud, and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I've personally been blessed to have a great therapist who helps me get those heavy things off my chest. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. 
It's flexible because it's online, so you can suit it to fit your schedule. Just fill out a short questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no extra cost. It's time to get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Deloney today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Deloney. Jade Washall, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Isaac is in Atlanta. Hi, Isaac. How are you? Good afternoon, Dave. How are you doing today, sir? Better than we deserve. What's up? Um, new listener. Just started listening about Monday of this week. Um, and I've known my financial situation was kind of in a mess for a while. Um, got about $40,000 in debt. Um, 23 of which is a new car I just bought last Saturday because I needed a vehicle to get back and forth to work. Mm. Um, trying to get in a situation to provide for my wife and two kids, and we're expecting a third in May. Well, congratulations. Um, thank you, sir. We're, so you're 27? You're 27? I will, be 20, I will be 27 January 1st. Almost, cool. like, almost like I've done this before. Okay. What's the other debt? You said you had 40000 um, it's credit cards and personal loans. Okay. What do you do for a living, sir? Um, I work two jobs, seven days a week. I work five, uh, five days a week at a heavy equipment dealership, um, in the parts department. And then I work weekends for advanced auto parts. Okay. All right. And your wife's home with the kids? Yes. One of them's in school. The other one, they're ages two and five. So, so what's your household income? Uh, about 50. Okay. All right. How can we best help you, sir? Um, I really just am trying to get some pointers on how to get this all down. Um, get the, get the credit cards to zero, get rid of them. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and get to a point where I can buy a house and get out of my in-laws house. Oh, okay. That's a good plan. I like that one. What's your wife's car worth? Um, her car maybe about three or four thousand dollars okay okay well you know you're new to the show so i'm sure you've heard us talk a little about the baby steps and i don't know if you've gone back and binge watched some shows but the first thing you need is just to get a thousand dollars set aside before we start tackling this debt do you have any money saved no okay so thing one is you're you're selling whatever you can get your hands on you're looking at your wife and saying, listen, I know you're at home with the kids. Is there any work that you can pick up that's from home? And you guys are getting resourceful in order to get this $1,000 saved. Now, just something to light a fire under you. Most people can get it in under 30 days. So let that be your goal. $1,000 okay. saved. That's first thing. Now, after you've got that, now we're working on this debt. So what I want you to do is list them out from smallest to largest. So you said you had the credit cards, you had the personal loan. Um each one of those cards, list them individually. Same thing with the personal loan. What's your smallest debt? Uh, probably one of the credit cards. It's like two or $300. Cool. I love that because once you get that $1,000 saved, you're going to be able to knock that out very quickly in one month, right? And then you're going to take all that money that you would have put on payments to the next smallest debt, right? So while we're doing this, we make the minimum payment on everything, but whatever money you have left, that's what you put on that smallest debt. Okay, so that's why it's really important. Fifty thousand dollars, you know, that's a great income. But when you have forty thousand dollars of debt, it's tough, right? It's 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 very very tight. So you've got to find ways 
to get the income up. Have you and your wife thought about any ways that she can contribute in that area? Uh, we have. Um, we've looked into it, just haven't found anything that fits just yet. Yeah, take in another kid. Well, she's not even in her own house. It'd be tough to do that. But mm-hmm. All right, so um, what we've discovered, Isaac, is the the more radically you change what you've been doing, the faster you're going to see positive results moving away from where you are. Does that make sense? It does. So I'm you're, you're a brand new listener, and I don't know if you can swallow this that I'm going to throw at you, but I'm going to throw it all at you anyway because it's what I would want somebody to do if the roles were reversed. I'd want somebody to, tell me that, to love me enough to tell me the truth, okay? Absolutely. So the truth is that car you purchased – is a serious dumb butt decision. I realized that. It's ridiculous. And when you say I needed a car to get back and forth to work, yeah, you needed a car to get back and forth to work. You needed a bicycle or a $3,000 car to get Not back and forth car. to work. You didn't need a $23,000 car when you live at your mother-in-law's. Oh my God, you shot yourself in the foot. So I'm going to go back. It was a week ago. I'm going over to the uh, dealership and say, guys, can I give you a thousand dollars? to let me out of that deal and let me just undo it. Just see if they'll tear the paperwork up and take the car back. Okay. <laughs> You're not going <laughs> to do was, it. It was painful. I can't, I, can't I told you this was going to be hard because dude, bad, bad. It, it's three quarters of your problem right now. Yeah. What's the payment on it? Mathematically. Uh, payment is six thirty seven. Come on, God. man. God almighty. Look, that's your. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. would I, listen. It's worth a thousand dollars to get oh you to get to undo one of the dumbest things you've ever done in your life. Okay, and that's the bad news. The good news is you got the rest of your life to never do something that dumb again. That's awesome. So I've done a lot dumber things than what I'm calling this. That's why I'm willing to call it dumb. I didn't say you're dumb. I said what you did was dumb. And it was seriously dumb. Yeah. So it, it's going to set you back. It's going to keep you. It's going to add a year and a half to two years to you getting out of your mother-in-law's house. It ain't worth it. You need a $3,000 car to limp over to work, and the guys in the parts department make fun of you. And besides that, you probably know how to turn a wrench so you can keep a car running. You just got car fever and fell off the wagon into the dead gum poop, mm. and you just you got it all over you, man. So that's the first thing I would do. Second thing I would do is what Jade said. Let's do anything we can do to get our income up. Third thing I'm going to do is we're going to put scorched earth on the – uh, on the old family here, you mm-hmm. guys are not a bunch of spending nuts once we get past the car, but you guys are not doing a bunch of stupid things. You don't have enough money to do a bunch of stupid things. So I know you're not, but even with that, I don't want you eating out. Mm-hmm. I don't want you going on vacation and I want you spending money on anything except getting these debts cleaned up. Cause Isaac, if you had zero debt, do you know how fast you could save money? I do. Wow. Makes sense. Wow. That's what I want for you, man. That's what I want for you. And hey, I went bankrupt when I was 28 with a brand new baby and a toddler because I was stupid on steroids. Millions of dollars of debt, not 23,000 on a bad car. So I got your stupid beat. I got, I, I was way more stupid than you. Okay. Or did way more stupid things than you did. Either way you want to look at it. So I'm not picking on you. I love you. And I want you to win. Prove it. We're going to put you into Financial Peace University, which is our nine-week class, and we're going to give you the Every Dollar app with the upgrade so you guys can get on a hardcore budget. You and your wife start watching those videos tonight.
and and before Christmas, get back over to that dealer because you're still inside of a week, and that dealer may work with you. They might have mercy on you, and you give them some amount of money to to compensate them for the trouble of tearing up the paperwork and taking that stupid car back, mm-hmm. yeah. and the, and the fourteen miles you put on it or whatever it's been in a week. So, I that's what I. I Man, because then you just do what Jade said, and you tear through this stuff. We're going to give you all that. We're going to give you all that as a gift for the for you, the new baby. I want you out of your mother in law's house. I want you renting something, saving up money, getting out of debt, having a life, and then work on your career and get your income up too. You don't want to be in the parts department when you're 38. It's okay when you're 27, but 11 years from today, who's Isaac going to be, and how's he going to get there? So start aiming at something. Let's kick this up in gear, because. part of the problem and it's not the whole problem but it's part of the problem is you don't don't make any money you don't make enough money and you can go make some more you're it's not i'm not shaming you i'm just saying dude if you made seventy thousand dollars a year eighty thousand dollars a year it changed this equation real fast you didn't have this twenty three thousand dollar car it changes this equation real fast and i'm about changing the equation fast so you win look i'm wondering if mom and dad can help out because if they're living at mom and dad's house then can mom and dad watch the two-year-old while mama goes to work there you go it's happened before. Stranger things have happened. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Mama may be at work, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean. There's, There's I, some kind of help going on there. I can guarantee I'm, you. I'm talking about doing some radical butt stuff for a short period of time so I never have to again. Live like no one else so later you can live and give like no one else. That's the plan, man. Hang on. Austin's going to pick up. We're going to gift you with everything. Merry Christmas. And call back anytime you need abuse. We're here for you. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. Everyone is at risk of identity theft. I don't care if you're a hermit living off the grid, listening to the show on a battery powered radio, all of your data collected by every company you've ever done business with lives online, your bank, your doctor's office, retailers, the apps on your phone, the gas station where you have loyalty rewards. They all store your info online, making them ripe for a cyber attack or data breach. That's why I've been telling people for almost 25 years they need an ID theft protection plan, and the only one I've ever recommended is from Xander Insurance. They monitor your personal and financial info, even your home title, and take over the work if you become a victim. It's the most thorough and affordable plan out there. I even have it for my family and our entire team. Visit Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Merry, Merry Christmas. Thank you for being with us. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. She is the author of the brand new Quick Read, Money's Not a Math Problem. We've got that book in the uh, Ramsey store. We've also got Rachel Cruz's new book, uh, I'm Glad for What I Have, a children's book about contentment. And it is, uh, if I do say so myself, fabulous. Uh, Laura Galeglios, I can't pronounce her Laura's name. How do you yeah. say it? Uh, I think that's right. Anyway, she did the, uh, she did the, uh, uh, I met her a couple times. She's a wonderful lady. Did the uh, illustrations mm-hmm. and this thing number. It's a huge, it's a bestseller children's bestseller. Listen, I'm not Big surprised. Deal. We sold out. We had to get some more in. So they're just coming in. If you want some, we can st- we can ship them now. Uh, check the bookstore. George's new book, uh, breaking free from broke the ultimate guide to more money and less stress. George, we had to develop a whole new font for his sarcasm. <laughs> we have a sarcasm font that we have now uh, 
Now, no, I'm kidding, but not much. The guy is a snark king, and this you will. La- it's a laugh out loud, <laughs> ripping on the financial ripoffs. Uh, George is like the ultimate consumer advocate, uh, and funny, fun, so and funny. you will learn a lot. This book is incredible. It comes out in January, and you can pre-order it right now for twenty dollars. And guess what? You get about a hundred dollars worth of stuff when you do the pre-order on it. Thank you for doing that, folks. All of that stuff and a bunch of other things are on sale right this second at the Ramsey store. Obviously, we can't get it to you by Christmas. Sorry about that. But, um, hey, it's going to be there, and we'll get it to you. And just in time to start the new year, you can do that. That way we can do it. All right, Cliff is with us in Raleigh. Hi, Cliff. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thank you, and it's truly an honor to be on the air with you guys. You, You guys are amazing. Well, thank you. How can we help? Okay, so I'll try to be brief here. Um, I have been saving. I have two kids that are 19 and 23. My son is a rising sophomore at college, and my daughter is in graduate school. She has one more semester to go. And thanks to you and some other good advice, I've been saving in a 529 plan since since they were babies. Mm -hmm. So I had plenty of money to pay for most of the tuition, um, especially for uh, my daughter because she got scholarships as well. But anyway, but now there's uh, two years left of my co- of my son being in college and one more semester of my daughter in graduate school. And with my ex, I had it set up so that I paid half, like one full year was mine, the other full year was hers. But now she's saying that she doesn't have the money or she's telling my son that, and so she's trying to force me to use all of my 529 statement, which is totally in my name. And in addition to that, my son, who's worked for the past four summers, he saved about $10,000. She was trying to force him to use, to drain his entire savings to pay for this last semester. So I feel kind of bad. Now we know why she's the ex. (laughs) Very, very difficult. Most people you can talk to, but she didn't, it never was a conversation. It was always one way. So she's broke. She makes over, well, she makes over $100,000 a year. Yeah, she I've can still be broke. That much. That's true. Okay, so we got two issues. One, we've got an obstinate okay. ex who's out of control, but that's not the real <laughs> issue. You can't control the out of control obstinate ex. That's mm-hmm. why she's the ex. So what are we gonna? What are you gonna do? Well, I I didn't tell her this, but I actually paid for my son's last last semester fault uh, semester. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, I told I told her that she, that he used all his money so that. She can't keep coming back to me to keep paying, you know. So because if I'd have told her that, then she would say, oh, well, your dad can pay for this semester coming up. You see what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So so, so um, we got to manipulate her because she's a manipulator. <laughs> but uh, but aside from that, how much is in the 529? Total, there's about 28000 between both 529 plans. Not enough to finish about- the school for the all, all, three, all three? Correct. It's not enough. Correct. Okay. And then when right. it's out, if she doesn't pay, how are we getting out? That's my thing. I don't want them to be in debt. She she can she can make get loans. I don't want them to be in debt. Are either is anybody Once again you're trying to control her, but I keep reminding you she's the ex. <laughs> we can't control her. We can only control what you do. So if you right. think if you think telling her that she better be, meet her obligation by the court that she's supposed to pay because it's a part of the divorce decree, right? 
No, no, they're both 18. There's no agreement. This is just this is just you guys being adults. So exactly. Let's well, work some, this some out. Some of us are adults. How how much more are they going <laughs> to need to finish? Well, it'll be about forty thousand. Okay, so we're roughly. twelve grand off. What do you make? Right now, I make about seventy. Which I, in the past few years, I've I've made about half that. So I'm just now starting to make a little bit of money. And your son and years. your son has how much? Well, he had ten thousand dollars saved, which he still has it, but I'm hiding it. I okay, but that's get still all that. Money. I'm trying to figure out what the reality is, not the <laughs> manipulation of the ex. You're spending a okay. lot of energy worrying about her. I'm trying to get you to quit doing that. <laughs> yeah, because if you, you got, stop, ten, you, you got, got it. He's, he's got ten. She, you got twenty-eight. Right. That's thirty-eight. You, you need, need two forty. Grand. You're you're done. Right. You're done. It's not even a problem. You're done. Because <laughs> here's the thing. You pretty much know, I know, and I've only been talking to you for about 80 seconds, that she's not going to pay. She's not so going to do it. To, so I just need to get my son to drain his savings. Is she going to do it? I don't I don't know what she's going to do. I really okay. don't. And, and, I don't talk and hold on a sec, because you're saying it's not bad if you're, you're like, my son's going to drain his savings. He's paying for his education. And that's good if he's contributing right. a little bit. It's it not, shouldn't have to drain it if his mother wasn't a twerp. But yeah, that's the deal. That's besides the point at this point. Like you, like you said, they can't control her. Um, right. And I don't. I, I hey, truly I, don't. I would make a run at manipulating her and just saying it's your turn. But I mean, I'd make a run at it. But you need to be prepared <laughs> to start writing checks because I don't think this chick's coming through. I did send her a certified letter about a month ago before I called you guys and laid out kind of basically what I'm telling you guys with the one page very business-like here's what i've paid your half is there you know and i said that my son is basically broke now based on her plan so that's okay, that's all, right. all i've done so is she gonna pay then <laughs> i don't i really don't know i don't either i hope so i i don't i don't, really I, I don't have much hope <laughs> i think she is di- i think she has displayed her colors and they are very clear yeah. But, um, but you know, so what I would do is make a run at yeah. getting her to pay, but be mathematically and emotionally prepared to start writing the checks out of the 28 and out of the 10. Okay. That's helpful. That's painful, but that is helpful. Well, yeah. something you listen, here's something. The other option is your kid goes in debt because his wife, because his mother's an idiot. Basically. And no, and that's not okay. Need, yeah. Not when he's got 10 and you got 28 and you need 40 to finish. You can do right. it. He can do it. Y'all can pull yeah. this off. It's not okay. So and we're not going to leave the third. The, the option of him going in debt because his mother goofed up is not on the plan. So he doesn't have to drain his savings. No, he uses his savings. Like Jade said, it's called an investment in your education. It's not that, You're paying yeah, for college. Be fine. Well, that's okay. I paid for part of my college. Most of it, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. I think almost all of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. It's like, yeah. Listen, and I worked all the time. You start paying for college, you'll be more engaged than you've ever been because <laughs> you know where your too. money's going. Yeah, there's that too. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, Cliff, I think, you know, you're looking for justice, and I don't blame you for that, but I don't think justice is going to occur here. Justice is she stands up and goes, oh, I am his mom. I should keep my word. I should pay my half. I'm going to be a grown-up, an adult, and take care of my part of the bargain. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have integrity. But nothing you described about this woman indicates she's actually going to do that. Um, if you have any hope of that, you have more hope than I do. Mm. Everything you described about her describes someone that's not going to follow through on this. So she might, but I'd, and again, I'd give it a shot at 
Yeah, you can get Jacking her Jacking her up and getting her to do it. I don't care if she's mad. I mean, let's get her going. The let's get her going. The thing is, like, that woman, I can tell, that woman is drives him crazy. <laughs> and when she gets him wound up, he'll just, he's just spinning his wheels trying to figure out, well, why won't she do this? Why? Yeah, yeah. I, Boy, yeah I, that, she, she's the ex for a reason. Yeah. X, 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 I'm X, like, X, X. stay, stay X, far away. X, X, <laughs> X, X, X. You know, there's a reason. Just, just oh, get man. distance, distance. We could put yeah. up with it crazy, we'd still be married. Right, Hello. Right. This is the Ramsey Show. Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host, Jay Boshaw, Ramsey personality. And uh, author of the new quick read, Money's Not a Math Problem. She's my co-host today at Open Phones at 888-825-5225. Merry Christmas. Thank you for being with us. We're so glad you're here. Megan is with us. Megan is in Louisville, Kentucky. Hi, Megan. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm in the parking lot of the dry cleaners. I just picked up my wedding dress. Yay! How fun! Thank you. I'm getting married on the 1st of January, and I'm so excited. You should be. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Um, So my fiancé is amazing. He's incredible, but um, he's not that great with money, which is why I'm calling. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So um, we've been together for a while, and um, over the course of the last maybe year, um, he revealed that he's in a lot of credit card debt. Um, about $58,000 worth. Yeah. Um, so in February of this year, I actually took out a home equity loan, um, at prime rate. So what is that? 8.5, I think. Well, wait a second. Um, You said he's not that great with money. (laughs) You're taking out HELOCs. What are you taking out a HELOC for? Yeah. I mean, I knew where we were going. I knew we were forever and I knew I wanted to just nip this in the bud. So he cut up his credit cards and we put all of his money um, we consolidated all of his credit card debt into a HELOC, and he's been making steady payments since then to me to pay on that. Lord Jesus. Okay. okay. <laughs> so um, he commits to about $1,000 a month to paying that off, and um, we're predicting about a four-and-a-half-year to five-year payoff of oh, all of that no, debt. Oh, no, no, no. What do you make? Oh, I only make $60,000 a year, make? and he makes one hundred and twenty. Okay, so you okay. make $180,000. You have $58,000 in debt. We are not waiting six freaking years. You're doing this okay. next year. Okay, okay. Yeah. We um, we have made some mistakes. He yeah. had a bunch of credit card debt and was overspending. Apparently, he has stopped that, I hope. It sounds like. You yes, made a mistake of financing someone that you weren't married to's debt, you're getting ready to fix that in about a week. Thank you, God. So you'll be safe <laughs> at that point. And uh, we don't want to spoil the wedding with too much of this talk. But as soon as you guys get home from the honeymoon, now it's we have $58,000 in debt, and we need to pay that off with mm-hmm. our $180,000 income as fast as we can. And that means we ain't doing nothing till we get this mess cleaned up. Do you guys have any yeah, do you, Either right. one of you have any money? Yeah, so I actually have about $55,000 in stocks that I got as um, bonus from a job I previously had that I've never touched. So it's yeah, oh, okay. time to touch after, it. After, <laughs> after you're married, cash that out and pay this off. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay, that's what I was hoping you were going to say, but I wasn't sure if that's a wise decision. So. It's a yeah. wonderfully wise decision. Now, here's the trick. 
the two of you from uh, this day forward are going to lock arms and not borrow money and be on a budget together and communicate a lot more about money than you had been. Yes. In other words, if his spending stays above his income and the credit cards grow back because the habits didn't change, then the advice we just gave you might not have been smart. Agreed? Yes, that makes sense. Did I hear you say it's a scary topic? Uh, yes, it's it's a little nerve-wracking to uh, confront his, you know, weak links, you know, the fact that he well, does like you to too. spend a lot of money. It's you, too, because he d- he did rack up that credit card debt. But listen, it was not a smart choice to roll it into a HELOC. I'm not going to lie about that. So I think mm-hmm. you both have something, some things to learn here. I think we should give him Financial Peace University. Yeah, if we and, give you the class, will you go through it together so you've got a book to work from? I would love for him to have those resources and for me to be a part of that as well. I think that would be amazing. Well, let, let me help you. That's not how it works. Okay. He doesn't need the resources. We need to go through we, the class together. Yes. So we okay. are doing this stuff together. Not not Dave's okay. going to school him up. <laughs> I understand. Okay. I completely right. understand. I'm just listening to your verbiage, kiddo. So, yeah. Okay. You hang on. We're going to give this to you as a wedding gift and a Christmas present. And since we abused you right before your I know, wedding. We just yelled at her right that, before yeah. the wedding. It's just, but she's picking up her wedding dress, calls from the cleaners, and we yell at her. So, well, nobody yelled at her. We love That's her. True. We want her That's to win. That's true. But we kept t- I kept telling her she was just as. as well, well, she is. She is. They both made I won't mistakes. say the S word. They both did silly things. They, oh. Silly. The S word. Oh, my God. They both did stupid things, All Dave. Right, there, there you go. There we go. Come on. Own it. There we go. It's okay. We love her, and she's going to win. She's, she's smart. She makes good money. He makes good money. If But listen, the thing is, what we want for you, this is the number one money and money issues are the number one stress point in marriage, Megan, and you're getting married. So we want you guys to have real clean, open, honest dialogue around this, both of you. Uh, we don't want touchy subject. We don't want you, you know, you're not shaming him. Uh, we both are looking at this and saying, okay, from this point forward, we're not using credit cards from this point forward. We're going to agree on a budget and we're going to stick to the budget that we both agreed to. It's a, it's a marital contract. Uh, from this point forward, we're going to save up and pay cash for things because you're dumping $60,000 of money that you brought into the marriage against his mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the two of you together need assurances that the two of you together are going to move forward in very clean stuff. The old wedding vows, most people know in sickness and in health, for richer, for poor, in sickness and health, the old wedding vows in the Book of Common Prayer say, unto thee all my worldly goods I pledge. And so that indicates this unity, this oneness Mm -hmm. in the marriage where we're sharing everything, not your debt, my debt, not your checking account my checking out not your income my income mm-hmm. it's our 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 when you get married you are french we oui, we oui. we oui. it's ours okay that's what you're doing and there's a oneness to that and by the way not only is that a beautiful and romantic and wonderful marriage thing where the communication is very high and the quality of the relationship is very high the uh, interesting part also is the data tells us from studying millionaires that it increases the probability of you becoming wealthy vastly. Mm. The number of people that become wealthy while dragging a misbehaving spouse is almost zero. Mm. It's almost zero. 
So this this idea that you work together, it's like we're going to do this together. We're going to raise kids together. When you when you argue about what how to treat you know how to make the kids behave, mm-hmm. the kids are the only ones that lose. You know, yeah. and you argue yeah. about how to make the money behave, the money loses. Mm-hmm. You know, so you getting get on, on that same, same page, page is a big deal, and that's not just aimed at Megan. That's aimed at all of you out there. This time of year, some of you are home for Christmas. You got a little time on your hands. You need to sit down with each other and go, "Hey, this is what's going on." It, this will be some confession is good for the soul time for some of you some of you gotta come clean on i'm kind of ashamed i've been doing this and i'm i'm really been doing some stuff i don't like and i know you're not gonna like it and i don't even want to talk about it but we're gonna talk about it mm-hmm. that's the that you need to do some of that during the holidays some of you but hang on austin will get you signed up jay just gave her financial peace university and every dollar the world's best budgeting app this is the ramsey show Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Sam is in Des Moines, Iowa. Hi, Sam. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Sure. What's up? Hey, uh, so just a quick kind of background. A wife and I got married uh, end of July, um, and around that time it was actually when we first kind of discovered your guys' show, and I've been listening to it ever since. Um, we've been working our way through financial peace, um, have paid off about twenty-one grand of debt since then. Good for um, you. Things awesome. are going really Thank you. Yeah, uh, things are going really well for us. Had a lot of debt going into the marriage. Um, but right now, uh, kind of the question I have is our biggest debt is a truck that I bought about a year ago that I definitely shouldn't have. Um, safe to say it was before I had heard of you guys and kind of how you guys went about things with that. Um, no, I need to sell it. Um, but my biggest issue right now is I have it out on the private sell market and it's still around or uh, looking at 33 to 36. Um, and we owe 36.5 on it. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest issue right now is I'm having a lot of trouble selling it. Been out probably for about three or four months. I've been putting it on all the, you know, marketplace, um, eBay, and all that stuff. Well, what to, what is your household income? Um, right around 100k. Okay, so you can pay the payment. This just accelerates the get out of debt plan, and it um, is kind of the admission that you made a mistake when you bought it. And that's the reason we're getting rid of it. So my point is there's yeah, no correct. panic. It's okay. Right. If it takes a little while, don't give the truck right. away. Okay. You don't have yeah, to get, right you don't now, have to give it away. Yeah. Cause you'd have to give it away if we were about to be repoed. Right. Right. Yeah. Right now the dealership is they're offering it from 28 to 29. So that put us yeah. about six grand under. Yeah. So it's probably not worth 36. Because you're not getting nibbles right. at that. It's probably worth 33 Yeah, that's kind of what I'm hoping to get. Private sales, 33 34 and to make up the difference on the loan. Because right now, the payment each month is about 600 a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. It, what have you got I'm, it listed at? Um, right now, I have it listed at on Marketplace and on Craigslist about 33 Okay, that's not bad. I think you'll probably get some nibbles. Unless somebody was buying it for a Christmas present, you're not getting anything in December on it. So right. it's going to be, it's going to be January and you're in Des Moines in okay. January. Somebody's going to need a truck. Okay. I mean, it's okay. You, so you but got... don't panic. I mean, if it takes five right. more months, don't, don't get, don't sell it for 28. Right. Just drive yeah, it, just biggest... drive it and pay the payment. Okay. okay. All right. That seems simple enough. Yeah. Cause you're not panicking. See, the, right. it, you don't have to, you don't, you know, like we don't, we don't discount a house, 50,000 bucks to sell it unless we really have to sell the house 
Yeah, that makes sense. It's the same thing yeah, here. My, right? my, yeah, yeah, my view is, like you said, just kind of accelerate their process a little bit and everything. But yeah, yeah I, I, I want you to, I want you to sell it. I want you to be realistic in your pricing so it sells, but I don't want mm-hmm. you to give it away. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So just give yourself some permission for it to take a little while because it's a big old truck. I mean, you know, selling selling a twenty thousand dollar truck is a lot different than selling a forty thousand dollar truck. That's true. It's a it's a lot different marketplace for that. So, um, and you know, the economy's bouncing around, interest rates are bouncing around, people are deciding whether they're sitting on the bench or whether they're coming into the game. Mm-hmm. You know, they're jumping back and forth on real estate, on car purchases, everything else. It's not been a good season for car dealers. This last fall has not been like car dealer heaven. How long should he sit on it at that price point? How, well, how mean, long would you sit on it? The thing is, what's your, what, the only reason we're going to adjust the prices is that we're admitting that it's really not worth that. Mm-hmm. But we're not adjusting the price to motivate a buyer. Mm-hmm. That's the difference, okay? So if the truck's evidently not worth 36 you've got almost no activity right, in three months. So the, the range was 33 to 36 so let's get it on down to 33 and then... You know, we'll keep bumping it down a little bit at a time. Just but a little bit at a time. Because we're trying to find the price. We're trying mm-hmm. to find the actual value in the market. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to bring people to the table to get a deal. Right. That's different. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, it, it might take four or five months. It really might. Kyle is with us in Greensboro, North Carolina. Hi, Kyle. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Merry Christmas. Yes, sir. I was wondering how to navigate staying debt-free while also having no credit. Well, that's great. I it's mean, kind of the same thing, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, absolutely. Um, what are you trying to do specifically? So um, I, I was going to college in Asheville, and I, I moved back in with my parents, and, and you know, I'm not going to live with my parents forever, so eventually I have to be able to buy a home and, and all that I fun see. sort of stuff. How old are you? <clears throat> I'm 23 years old. Okay. What do you do for a living? Uh, so I work for my dad's construction company as a, they call me a gopher when they ask me to go for them to do this and go for yeah, me to I do got that. You. Uh, I've, much- done, I've done that myself. Yeah. It's not a bad job. Uh, what, uh, so what do you make? I, I make anywhere. So I'm also a salesman. So, um, I make anywhere between 35 and 40, depending on, um, you know, how productive the year is. And you don't have any debt and you've, you've decided no, you're not borrowing money anymore. Yes, ma'am. I've never borrowed any money. If I if I could help it, I bought my truck in cash and yeah. So if you move out, if you move out and make forty thousand dollars a year and get an apartment, what's wrong with that? Well, so I've always, you know, I rented an apartment when I was going to college in Asheville, and it was it was so much money on something that was that what felt temporary to me. Well, Um, it is temporary. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I so it's living with your mama. Oh yes, yes, sir, absolutely. But I mean, I, I. give them $150 for groceries in a month here. And so I'm just saving up as much money as, as I possibly can while I'm here. Um, I just feel like kind of throwing away the thousand or, or $1,500 a month. It's it not throwing. Well, it's yeah. not, it's not a thousand or 1500 to start with in Greensboro, North Carolina. So you can find a one bedroom, a lot cheaper than that, or get a, get a roommate and you'll be a lot cheaper than that. Uh, and there's no rush, but the next phase of your life is to be, to be running your own household be in control of your own house. Yes, Something happens inside your brain when you have to buy your own bread and wash your own towels. Okay. Oh, yes, sir. Like I said, I'm out. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I, I want you to go do that sometime in the next six months. 
I want you to find a place to okay, live. Well, and then and then I'm going to just start building up cash. And there is no, uh, back to your original question we picked up, Kyle, uh, there is no mandate that you go in, that you use debt. There is no mandate that you have credit. Uh, as a matter of fact, the people that are the wealthiest are the ones that don't. And so staying away from payments, like you have wisely done, you paid cash for a car. I kind of think you're a cheapskate. I like you. You don't want to spend money on rent. You know, you know, you, it's cheaper to live at home. You like piling up the money. You didn't want a car payment. You saved up and paid for a truck. I like that. That's all good, wise decision-making. I think you're thinking the right way. And so just continue on down that path. Don't let some of your uh, crazy friends or cousins or something convince you that you need to go get credit or go get a credit card or go get payments. You don't. Uh, those that don't are the ones with the most money because they don't give banks money. Mm-hmm. When you quit handing banks money, you have some money as long as you make some. And you know how to work and make money if you're in the construction business. It's interesting how with this house, this housing market, I just think it's all the time, how people are on such far extremes. It's like, you know, renting is horrible and you're throwing your money down the drain and you never rent. And then over here is Grant Cardone says never buy a house and da 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 And I'm like, guys, why can't it just be in the middle? You rent for a little while until you can afford to buy a home and then you buy a home. Like that's just, I mean, it, it, it makes sense and it's logical when you rent. It's not for life. It's not forever. Rent yes, is, it's rent more expensive. Is patience at different stages of your life. There yeah. are, there are times that you rent for a reason yeah. and it's not, Um, it's not a way of life. It's not a long-term thing, but owning a home is wise as a long-term play as a Mm -hmm. part of your financial thing. So, you know, people yelling and screaming on TikTok. It's like these extremities. It doesn't have to be like that. Who cares what they say? It's not, they're not, it's not, they're not real people. That's just avatars. I mean, (laughs) well, well, there's real people behind those avatars. avatars. They're they're humans walking around acting like avatars. There you go. There you go. They're just extreme crazy. And so just use some common sense. Think about your grandma. You know, think about how this makes sense. And yeah, when you first get married or you're first starting out of your mom and dad's house, renting something is normal. It takes you a little while to get your feet on the ground, save up some money, buy your first house. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing, nothing out of line about that. And live, but living at home till you're 28, and your mama doing your laundry. No, you need to get out on your own, young man, young lady. You need to get out there and be like a grown up and stuff. Hey, let me just tell you, an eagle that fails to leave the nest is eventually known as a turkey. This is the Ramsey Show. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Merry Christmas. Thank you for being with us. The phone number is 888-825-5225. Dinah is in Pauley's Island, South Carolina. Hi, Dinah. How are you? Or Dina. I'm sorry. Hi. Hi, Dave. Yeah, it's Dina. Merry Christmas to you and your team, and thank you so much for having me on. I've been listening for a lot of years. Um, I just want to tell you that... um, I certainly have been trained by my parents to um, pay off my home, and that's what I plan to do um, this coming August. Yay! Wow. I owe about, yeah, I know. Uh, thank you. We owe about 41000 what I, I'm a school teacher. Mm-hmm. So what I plan to do is I have a tax sheltered annuity that I've had since 1995, and there's not a lot in there, but it's roughly around 28000 So I was going to use that to pay off my house. Okay. In August. Great. Okay. And I've been doubling, thank you, and I've been doubling up on the payments to get mm-hmm. it all cleared out. But here's my 
dilemma, or I have plans. I have a home that's about 24 years old, and it is in need of, like, renovations as far as it needs probably um, the siding removed and put new siding up or fiber cement or something like that is what I really want to do, and also possibly put um, a little sunroom on the back of the house. And we have no debt, my husband and I. We drive very old cars. Um, we don't eat out a lot. So we kind of want to do something, you know, to the, to the house like that. But I'm kind of scared as far as I want to retire at 60. Um, but I don't know if I can swing all this without, I I don't know if I'd have to get a HELOC Mm -hmm. or if I could use. (laughs) I know you're not going to pay off that house and then borrow against it again, right? I don't want to do that. You're not going to do that. Don't even say it out loud. Yeah, it's not even an option. You've been listening to this show. You knew not to say that here. I know. Um, But I know. But think about what you were really saying. I mean, think about all the What's your household income? Our household income is um, $158,000. Okay, $158,000, and you don't have a payment in the world starting in August. How much is the siding? Get a bid. How much is the sunroom? Get a bid. Save and do one, then save and do the other. Okay. If you, you can, can save that. to pay off a house, you can save to do these improvements. It's just going to take a little time. Right. Well, what I was going to do is if I am if I have the house paid off um, this August, I'll be 59 and a half. And then, mm-hmm. like, I would still work the school year. So I could sock all that money away and at least do one of the improvements and pay cash. Well, work, two, work two more years. Who say. cares? You're just a baby. Work two more years. Yeah, you don't have to retire. One year for the sunroom, one year for the siding. You make one hundred and fifty-eight thousand as long as you're working. Mm -hmm. I didn't get the quitting work part until just now, but yeah, work a little bit more. Who cares? Well, she's like, I I care, Dave. I'm pretty tired. You have to uh, choose. Okay, you you got you got a choice. Do you want a Florida room or do you want to work a year? You're right. No, I get. Okay, I got another question, real quick. Can I? I don't have any. We don't have any heirs. Can I do a reverse mortgage? What are you saying? Where, where is that woman that called and said that she listened to the show? Where, you, where did well, you do with her? You didn't put her in I a closet and lock her up, did you? I think you're playing. No, you're I'm playing games kidding. with us. Are you playing? No, I'm exploring options. Don't it's explore like, those. I can. I can still. It's Christmas. We're supposed to be nice. You're making it hard. (laughs) You're turning us into Grinch and Scrooge and everybody else. You know the answer. All right. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. Get the prices on the stuff and then sit down and look at that versus your income, considering you have no payments starting in August. Okay. And and really, I mean, it's probably uh, how many square feet is your home? It's roughly eighteen hundred. Okay, all right. So twenty thousand dollars does deciding. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you can have tw- you can have twenty you can have twenty thousand dollars and do the siding by this time next year. Mm-hmm. What what are you putting towards your mortgage right now? Let's let's look at this. What are you putting towards the mortgage? You said you're making double payments. What is that? Um, I paid three thousand three sixty a month. Okay, that's thirty six thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So at twenty thousand, it leaves you twenty thousand uh, back this time next year at Christmas. You should be able to put siding on the house in cash. I should. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I and, think then I by, and then by and then by this time it. next summer, you'll have a Florida room. 
okay. six more months you got a florida mm-hmm. and and then this, right. then you're done just just mm-hmm. just plan it out the problem is you're you've got these things floating around with no actual numbers attached to them and they're floating around in your brain in your emotions rather than in your math brain use your math brain and it'll calm you down <laughs> Okay. Go get go get can, some actual bids mm-hmm. and timeline this out in your actual budget like I just did mm-hmm. and say, okay, based on being done in August, oh wait a minute, we could be done in July or June. Oh right. wait, well then, oh mm-hmm. my, by February we've got a sunrise. Oh, okay. You know, and you start when you actually get the actual bids and get two or three bids mm-hmm. so that you're getting good contractors. And um and you know quit entertaining these crazy butt ideas that you know are crazy butt <laughs> yeah oh real my crazy. god reverse mortgage you've got to be kidding me but there is something about that that's worth speaking about you know you you make it all the way through baby step six you pay off your mortgage there is still going to be things that come up that you have to save and possibly sacrifice in order to have it doesn't take away do you know what I'm saying? Like you don't. You get to never that point. have enough money to not watch your money. Exactly. Like there's no such thing. There's going to be something you want to do, and you're going to have to pull the purse strings in tighter, and you're going to have to decide. Okay, what do I want to? What do I want to sacrifice or trade in order to get that over time? That part never goes away. It's it just may not be to the extremes that it once was, yeah. right? Yeah, being debt free doesn't make it, you know, where you have no boundaries right, and you can I do just anything you want to do. Right. It just makes you, it just frees up the vast majority of your income when you focus it with mm-hmm. great intentionality to do the next thing. John is in Philadelphia. Hey, John, how are you? Hey, Mr. Ramsey, Miss Warshaw. Hi, big fan. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. How can we help? I have a, uh, a whole life insurance policy. I'm sorry. Uh, I know you hate that. Uh, my mother took it out for me when I was a baby. How sweet. Mm. And uh, it is now a cash value of about $13,000 and a death benefit of about $21,000. Wow. <laughs> That's what you I'm get when you get one out of, as a baby. Wow. I'm sorry. It sorry. was only worth 5000 as a baby. It, it accumulated over yeah, the years. Yeah. Uh, what's your opinion on what I should do with that? Cash it tomorrow. Really? Wow. Put the 13000 in something that will actually grow. Okay. Yeah. You, you're, you've been making 1% or 2% your whole life on this thing. You got thirteen thousand dollars sitting in a horrible product, making almost no money. The net is because, by the way, they're going to keep the thirteen thousand if you die and write a check for twenty one. So you actually don't have twenty one in insurance. What you actually have is a eight in insurance. Okay, twenty one minus thirteen. So you put the thirteen in your pocket. If you need some life insurance, go get some life insurance, the proper amount in term to cover your kids, your mama, your family, your wife, whatever. Okay, but you you don't. Th- this is a joke. It's a, a, it's a super small policy. Uh, B, it's a horrible rate of return. C, when you die, they're going to keep the $13,000. It's just you need to get it out of there before you die quickly, like this week. Go ahead and turn it in and get your money and put the money in a good investment or pay it on wherever you are in the baby steps. But, yeah, this is um, uh, – I don't know if we'll ever get rid of all of those. All the whole life plans? Yeah. But, I mean, they did – I mean, he's he's probably – I'm going to guess and say he's 30 or 40 years old, okay? So that, okay. Was, that was sold 25, 30 years ago. But most people now know that that's a horrible product. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of the public has mm-hmm. a knowledge base that says 
whole life, life insurance, universal life sucks. It's horrible. It's the yeah. payday lender of the middle class. Most people know that. So people aren't running around buying $5,000 policies on their babies anymore mm-hmm. much. I mean, Gerber's still selling them. They still them. sell them. Gerber. When you're in the hospital. Which just blows my mind. Gerber. Okay, let's get this straight. You're buying financial investment in investment programs for your children from a baby food company. Have you lost your mind? I mean, seriously. That's just straight up. It's like I'm going to the transmission store to buy cereal. Unbelievable. This is The Ramsey Show. Listen, your grad just spent roughly 4,320 hours in class, and we're guessing that nobody taught them how to win with money. But you can still set them up to win with gifts like the Total Money Makeover, Breaking Free from Broke, or Ken Coleman's Find the Work You're Wired to Do, which includes the Get Clear Career Assessment. And listen, these gifts could change the trajectory of their lives. And if it helps them earn, spend, save, or invest money the right way, you'll find it at RamseySolutions.com store. That's RamseySolutions.com store. Jay Washall, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Merry Christmas. Janice is with us in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Hi, Janice. How are you? Um, well, thank you. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, my husband and I have been married for seven years. I'm 59 years old. He's 61 years old. We have four children, a seven-year-old, a nine-year-old, 25-year-old, and 26-year-old. The older two are children from my husband's first marriage. Um, my husband took out parent plus loans for the two older children that amount to about 130000 Oh, my God. And now we're in the process of trying to figure out how to pay that back while trying to make sure we provide for our younger children and look towards retirement. Um, we've got a couple options that I don't really like, um, one of which is we sold our main home um, uh, because I was temporarily on an assignment and we weren't in the house, and we could use the proceeds from that sale, sale of the home to pay off the loan, but that would make us without a real home. We have a second home that we're currently living in um, that he would prefer if we sold the second home, um, but I I don't feel like you know some of this is being paid off of money that I saved or saved to be able to pay for the second home. So one, I want to know what my obligation is, and two, we're looking for the best option of how to pay off these loans. This is this is interesting. Your your obligation is the loans get paid. You married a guy who borrowed one hundred thirty thousand dollars, sent his kids to school, and so that's what you married. Mm-hmm. And so the two of you got to clean. You, it's blocking the the future as you said, of your younger kids and, uh, and the future of the two of you. So you got to clean it up. So what are the proceeds from the sale of the other house? How much money have you got? Um, it's now two thirty. It was two eighty, but now mm-hmm. it's two thirty. And you got one thirty in parent plus. Yes. Okay. So now you got a hundred. What else you got in debt? That's it. Our cars are paid off. Good. Um, our phone, the mortgage paid off. And the uh, house that you're living in is y'all don't want to live there. It is my opinion that we should live here and save money and pay off the loan. Um, my husband would prefer not to. It's close to the beach. There's nothing else around. Um, he doesn't think he would be happy to live in this home. Okay. What is the home that you're living in worth? Um, we paid 205 for it. It's probably maybe, it's, that was three years ago. It's probably maybe 240 250 by now. And what do you owe on it? Nothing. Oh, we good. Paid it. Yeah. Okay, so if you had if you sold that and you had a hundred thousand left over after paying off the loans, you'd have three fifty. Can you go buy something for three fifty that you both like? 
Probably. Um, you know, it would be tough. And I say that, but, um, you know, I feel as I have gotten older in life that I, I cannot um, live in a, a, a smaller, smaller home. It would be hard to do, but... The home that you're currently living in is not smaller, smaller? It has three bedrooms and two and a half baths. It mm-hmm. is a town home. Our kids have a place to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has all of the, I think, the necessities. I would take something like this. So he um, does, the, only, the only issue is your husband doesn't want to live there. He really does preferred not to live in this area because he doesn't feel he would have enough things to do. And, um, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, here's the thing. What would I do if I woke up in your shoes? All right. I would write a check today and pay off the student loans. That's done. Okay. Now you got a hundred thousand in the bank and you got a $250,000 paid for house. Then the two of you, you and your husband, need to sit down together. And what, what I'm now hearing is is that you are not in agreement on where you want to live. You're fine uh, with you're fine with where you are. He's not. You're not fine with where three hundred and fifty thousand with these two sources would take you, but you're perfectly yeah. fine in this two hundred and fifty thousand dollar source, you know, house. So uh, somewhere in there you guys gotta find something that the two that the four of you can live in that you pay cash for that is three fifty or under. And then you're set up to move into retirement well. But you got no debt at that point. You got your income. House is paid off. That's where I want you to end up. You don't go out yeah. and take out a debt. You don't go out and take out a mortgage because that's the same thing as borrowing on your house to pay off student loans then. We're yeah. not doing that. You got 100000 plus this, and you got to hold an emergency fund out, of course, if you don't have that separate already. Um, and, and then you guys need to be investing in your retirement once you get the house purchased. But, you know, you guys need to talk about, okay, we have $350,000 to deal with. To uh, I'm comfortable here. You're not. So where is it that we can talk about going that both of us are going to be okay this 350 and under? And y'all start looking and talking about that. And maybe that shuts him up and you stay where you are, or maybe that you find something that fits that and does both. Okay. I'm currently building a home in a neighborhood. Uh, I personally would have built a home on my farm, but my wife wouldn't live there, so I would be by myself. (laughs) And so these are compromises you make when you're married. And so we're building a house where Sharon wants to build a house. Um, um, And I'll be okay with it. I'm okay with it. But it's not my first choice. It's my B choice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so you do that sometimes, and you guys got to look at that. So is this his B choice, but it's okay? Uh, But... There's not a choice in this discussion that's 500000 and you go in debt. That's not a choice. So you guys, I, I'd write a check today, pay off these debts, and um, the two of you then sit down and say, we've got 350000 How are we going to live out the rest of our life real estate-wise? Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if there's a world where the stepkids are contributing to those student loans at all. It depends on what they set up from the beginning, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, they're, they're not legally liable. They're not legally, but a lot of times... They promise they sign to, them, yeah, because the the but, the kid can't sign anymore. Yeah, I, I'm <clears throat> I'm kind of guessing there's zero chance of that, just the way the conversation went. But I, I was a guess. I yeah. I went with the assumption they weren't contributing, and they're not liable. They're not. No, it's in the so, parents' name. And right. you know, Janice is like, "What's my obligation? Your <laughs> freaking obligation! You married a guy, borrowed one hundred thirty thousand. You're gonna pay it. That's yeah. your obligation." So. Uh, yeah, that's when you hear words like that. That's when you know you got to. Yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. You have to pay it, even though it was. You, that's what Parent Plus is. That's why it sucks so bad. Parent Plus should be called Parent Minus, <laughs> but it's not. Brandon is in Philadelphia. Hi, Brandon. How are you? 
I'm good. How are you, sir? Better than I deserve. What's up? Um, so basically, I started a new job, and the new job offers a 401k, and my old job offered a simple IRA, and I'm not allowed to transfer my funds from the simple IRA into the 401k, so I'm just not sure what to do with the money that's in the simple IRA account. Uh, well, regulations allow you to, but maybe your 401k doesn't. But I wouldn't do it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, you simply roll it to an IRA. Just get with a SmartVestor Pro and sit down and open an IRA and do a direct transfer rollover. Is it a Roth or is it a traditional? The simple. From what I know, it's called the simple IRA. No, I mean, yeah, but they make simple Roth and they make simple regular. Hmm. So it's probably or probably a traditional. Whatever it is, you just do an IRA that's the same. If it's a Roth, you roll it to an IRA Roth. If it's not, you roll it to an IRA traditional. Either one's fine. And you just and you set it up. How much money's in it? Uh, I think around twelve grand. Oh, not a ton. Okay. Pick you out yeah, a couple only, pick I'm, you out a couple of good growth stock mutual funds and drop it in there, roll it over. A direct transfer means it goes straight from them to the mutual fund company with the Smart Vester Pro. You don't touch the check. And a hundred percent of the money moves and a zero tax due. Okay. All right. Very easy to do. It's a, you know, six or seven pieces of paper, sit down though. It's a good experience for you to pick out a good smart vester pro click RamseySolutions.com. Find the people we endorse in those areas and they'll sit down with you. And, um, Jade, you've done it. I've done it. Right? I've done it. Yeah. It's worth it. They'll help you through it. Yeah. Because if you cash it out, I mean, they're going to take the government's going to take half of it. Exactly, because you you would be doing so before retirement, and you don't want that. So when you do it as a transfer, no, it, it never it never leaves the electronic space. Yeah, it never never leave <laughs> never leaves the uh, the, the matrix. The, the warmth of the um, retirement covering. There you go. It goes from one retirement covering to another directly. A direct transfer rollover goes straight from the old company to the new account doesn't come to your house. See, if they send it to you, they have to withhold 20% on it. And yet you've got to put a hundred percent in. So you're not going to have, but about 10,000 bucks and you got to put 12 in. So you, that's why you do a direct transfer. And the 20% withholding is not enough to cover the problem that you're going to create. So it's a weird, weird dichotomy. So the direct transfer and sit down with a smart Mr. Pro, they'll show you how to do it. Good question, man. Merry Christmas. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, host of well, host of the author of the new book, Math's Not a Money Problem, a 76-page quick read. A um, Well, it's a major, major chapter, and you'll be done. Yeah, that fast, and you'll learn a lot about life and about money. She's my co-host today. The phone number here is 888-825-5225. As we draw near to the end of our live broadcast for the calendar year, update on the show for the year, we did 242 shows this year live ones we've talked to over 3,200 people on the air doing this show this year we did 184 debt-free screams totaling 36 million fifty nine thousand sixty four dollars and 47 cents uh that's a ton so uh we generally have about 40 million dollars 35 or 40 million dollars worth of debt-free screams a year on the debt-free stage 
Um, and we've done that for many, many years. So if you want to add that up, that's like a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm guessing we're over a billion uh, in, in debt-free screams alone, not counting what everybody else did off yeah, camera, gotta be. off camera, off mic, but uh, pretty incredible. And uh, what a great year. What a wonderful year. We're celebrating around here. Uh, we've yesterday hit number one on Apple podcast. Uh, so it's a big deal for us. Thank you. And, um, literally thank you. Cause you guys out there did that. I mean, you've been subscribing and sharing and leaving five star reviews. Thank you for that. That makes a huge difference. And we really do appreciate you. Um, uh, and that way when somebody's sitting around during the holidays bored and they just open up their phone and go, I'm going to look at a podcast. Well, there's what's this number one. I wonder what this thing is. Well, they'll just stumble their little butt into here and learn about money and life. Who knew? <laughs> and, uh, that's how that works. It's a great promotional item and we appreciate it. Listen, so, beating those true crime podcasts is a big deal because that is huge. Well, they have a disadvantage because there's a bunch of them. Yeah. Well, there's true. only one of us. That's true. But so, there's other money podcasts. Yeah, I know, but there are no, I don't think there's any in the top 10. Yes, exactly. I mean, there, we, there's some news stuff and the crime stuff. And my buddy Huberman, that's a yeah. great podcast. I love his. And um, I mean, there's a few others that bump in and out of there. And my wife listens, and Blake Thompson, our producer on the, on the network, do a lot of those true crime. Do you do those? I can't. I, can't, I, I need to sleep at night, Dave. Yeah, like, that's like, like my worst nightmares. I can't be listening yeah. to that. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I can't, the other thing, I'm, I am such a wuss. I can't go to horror movies. Me either. I won't. I have never I gone won't. to horror movies in my life. I get scared. I do too. So, and I don't like being scared. And I feel sorry for, for the you people. to scare the pants off of me. Yeah. I don't get it. I just, I'm, I'm a, I'm a wuss. Me I don't, too. I can't do it. No. Well, Merry Christmas to you, America. Triple eight, eight, two, five, five, two, two, five. Lindsay's with us in Waco, Texas. Hi, Lindsay. How are you? I'm good. How are y'all? Better than we deserve. What's up? So I'm in a little bit of a pickle. My husband wants to buy a brand new side-by-side. So let me give you some context. Yesterday, we closed in our house. Um, we will take home a little over 33000 on it. You our sold your house? We paid for. You we sold your sold house. house. Okay. You got $30,000 in your pocket. Okay. Yes. Our current house that we're living in, our, our new house is paid for. Cool. Um, we're, I convinced them to take 29000 of that and pay off his truck. And now he wants to go buy a brand new side by side. And I'm like, but we have other things I need to pay for. And I keep telling him no. And he keeps saying, I, we, we have money now. I'm like, we don't, we don't have money. Well, not if he spends it on a side by side, you don't have any money. No, yeah, I don't uh, have money. Uh, okay, to throw it the rest well, of let me my stop day. a second. You don't have the money to buy a side by side, right? No. Okay, so he's talking no, about. I don't have the he's talking about. To go buy this one. is the same man that yesterday paid off his truck, and now he wants to go back in debt. So he's not really on the get out of debt plan. He's just kind of going along when you tell him to do something until he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is not a money problem. This is a husband problem. I agree. Okay. So how old are you two? Uh, we just both turned 37 on Sunday and Tuesday this week. Yeah. What's he do for a living? He is um, a heavy equipment mechanic by trade, but he just got into inside sales, which promoted him, like, upgraded him on his hourly wages. Yeah, but, so, but he's, 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 a, he's a mechanic about. by trade. What do you do? 
Excuse me. I'm an occupational therapist assistant. Okay. We, I gross. Um, and what seven, other debts do you well, have almost, now that his truck is paid off? I have. We have a camper uh-huh. that we bought, and we do use it. We use it like almost. Uh, I don't every care. Other what other debts have you got? I know you don't care. Um, I have a camper and student loans. That's it. How much is a camper debt? Uh, sixty. Sixty thousand oh dollars. Yes. That, that wasn't in my choice either. Yes, it was. You're oh, a grown up and you live did. there and you signed the papers. I so, didn't sign anything. It's, how is he buying this? Nope. Like when this ha- when this goes down, what takes place? He goes over to the dealer on his own, signs for it and mm-hmm. says, honey, look, I bought us a camper. Is that what happens? What he does is he says, I'm going to go buy this. I'm like, no, I don't have to. I, I, I can't. I'm paying off other stuff. We're paying off other stuff. We, we can't. And he goes and, and he does it. He goes and does it anyway. He does. Okay. We have a side by side. It's paid for. I, I said you. You, you already have, have a paid for side by side. What is it worth? That. Yes. Um. Twenty two, and it's used. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what? Uh, how much student loan debt do you have, on? Fifty five. Oh. Okay. So you have a hundred and fifteen thousand dollars in debt. And a paid for house, and your household income is what a hundred. It's a hundred, and this year I think it'll be a hundred and sixty-two. Oh, okay, that's excellent. All right. Well, I mean, you guys need to sit down and not have a side-by-side discussion. Mm-hmm. You need to sit down and have a marriage discussion. Yes, sir. And say, I love you, and I'm tired of being your mother. I don't want to be married to a little boy who has to ask his mommy to make decisions. I want a man who stands beside me and looks into the future and says, how can we prosper as a family and puts his own little selfish desires to the side of the good of the family. Mm. I need a man. Would you please find me one? And I'm going to make a call out here. Here's just, this is what I think. I think that you guys started making a little bit of money and you started doing maybe this is my guess a little better than some of the, the way maybe you're, you grew up. And I think he thinks you guys are rich. And I think he thinks this is what people with money do. Am yeah. I right? And especially yesterday after we closed on the house, he's like, we don't have a house name anymore. I said, no, cause that's going to go to something else. Yeah. Now you make 160,000 and you got a stupid, butt $60,000 mm-hmm. camper mm-hmm. and $55,000 worth of student loan debt to clean up. Mm-hmm. And then you can go build some wealth and then you can buy a side by side. If you want to upgrade your side by side with cash when you're not in debt anymore, but that's what men do. What grown up women do, not little boys and little girls who buy toys that they can't afford. And this is the discussion the two of you need to have. Uh, Hey, I've got a side-by-side. Nothing wrong with them. But quit buying crap you can't afford. Hey, guys. Are you ready for the secret to help you reach those money goals that you've been dreaming about? It's simple. You got to get on a budget. With our budgeting app, Every Dollar, you'll get intentional with your money and build the habits that will make those dreams a reality. And we'll be with you every step of the way, from your first budget to that retirement home on the beach. Download Every Dollar for free on the App Store or Google Play. Remember, today, download Every Dollar for free on the App Store or Google Play today. 
Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. We appreciate you being here. Charles is with us in Evansville, Indiana. Hi, Charles. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Merry Christmas. You too. How are you guys? Better than we deserve, man. What's up? So, I am... Um, I have school student debt, $16,500,000 in medical debt, and a couple bills. Uh, I'm 23 years old. Uh, I kind of just need like a a plan on how to tackle this. (laughs) All right. So let's talk a little bit about what you have coming in. So you've got this debt. What's your income? So right now I am probably making on average like five, six hundred dollars a week. Okay. I uh doing what? I'm actually on my I'm a drop berry technician, I berry cable. Okay, so I'm on my two week notice actually right now. So what happened? Uh it's me and the manager button heads is just every single day. I just kinda of felt like it was just escalating and so what are you gonna do now for money um i have a few places that i'm going to an interview with one is uh aerotech all right um on the maintenance side and uh the other one is for a golf course okay first first rule is from now on we're not going to quit a job until we have another one lined up so let's Remember that for okay. future for future use because you got to keep money coming in. All right, and what I are just the? I felt like I was about to get fired. Really, that's what kind of made me. Well, so you it. fired yourself and put I yourself in a pickle. You need a dead gum job. Jades are still right. So, what are these yeah, jobs you right. applied for? What do they pay? I hope they pay a little bit better, right? Are you are you trying to move up? Well, uh, yes, I I want to. Um, What's the golf course pay? The golf course is forty five a year, okay. and the uh, Aerotech one, the maintenance position, is twenty four an hour starting out. Okay, also okay. about forty five. Okay, okay. That's when but will, both of those are a raise. Then good. When will you know? When will I know if you got them? Well, I go for, I I go to an interview for both of them this week. Okay, this coming well Friday. Good. Okay, tomorrow. good. Tomorrow. Okay, good, good, good. All right. In the meantime, I still want you looking into something that you can do in the, in, I mean, you can go on your phone and start applying for DoorDash. I want you to have a lot of irons in the fire right now in case something doesn't pan out. It's the holidays. People are about to check out here in the next couple of days and you might not hear back. Do you know what I'm saying? There, There's the propensity yeah. for a big delay here and I don't want you to lose two or even three weeks waiting for these jobs and not having money coming in. So I want you to start Keep what you got, but also it's DoorDash, it's Uber, it's looking into some of that. What can you start doing quickly to bring in money? Because at the end of the day, you can't pay off debt if you don't have any money coming in. All right? You're living at home? True. Yes. Okay. And so that's what this is. The first thing is get money coming in. And then you've got two debts. Did you say 500 of medical debt? Uh, a thousand. A thousand. Okay. So that's going to be your very first debt, barring... I'm just assuming these student loans, is it one big Are one for 16? Are you paying payments on the student loans? Uh, no. So that's my biggest problem 
back in May, I talked to a lady from ED Financial, or at least I thought it was, and uh, we never set up like a payment plan or anything, but uh, like this last month, whenever it started coming out, yeah, uh, they, I guess they just set me up for 120 payments uh, at like 140, 150 bucks. Okay. So have you been making those payments? No, no, I didn't even know that, uh, they were due. So from May all the way to October, uh, me and my mom, we couldn't get a hold of them because she was trying to do it too. Uh, I guess because so many people were calling in from the whole Biden thing. And there's nothing online that you can log into? No, no. And they... Uh, well, that doesn't sound they right. Told, they told me that that lady that I talked to never worked there and that they had no idea who I was talking to. But I received stuff in the mail from them saying I'm like past due $400. And then if I don't make like a payment by the end of December... How, okay, so uh, like collections or when it's time to, it sounds like she enrolled you in a plan and you just didn't understand the details because it sounds like you haven't paid and now it's due. When you look at that bill, where do you have to go to pay it? It lets you pay it online, right? There's somewhere where you're logging in. You can see yeah, your you balance. Can call their phone number and pay it from there. I understand that. But I'm talking about you with your own eyeballs being able to log into your account, see the balance, see what's due, see the interest rate, right? Because you got to be able to see that. No, I, I can't see that, no. I have it uh, all that stuff on paper that they uh, sent. They, they the didn't mail. send you a website link with a, with a collections notice? No. So no. what happens when you... Uh, you need to go look again. Bull crap. I'm confused. Bull crap. You need to get the paperwork back out. There's a website yeah, on it. Yeah, it's 2023. It's edloans.com or whatever it is. It's somewhere on there. I need You can't get in front of this if you don't look at it and there's part of me that kind of feels like you're don't want to see it right so do your well, research I'm, I'm confused because i talked to him on the phone okay mm-hmm. and on the paper it says i'm not confused like you haven't paid any money to them and they want some money it's not confusing can you guys explain to me the interest though because it doesn't matter on the paper it doesn't matter you owe sixteen thousand five hundred. you need to get online get your account set up and start paying them a thousand two thousand dollars a month right quick as soon as you get some income coming in you're living mm-hmm. at home you don't have any bills let's get these people paid no, off by august bills. get them paid off get them paid off by august but what dave is saying is you're going to pay this so fast you're not going to care about the interest interest rate doesn't matter you're going to pay eight two thousand dollars a month and be done in eight months in interest $2,000 a month, and you're done in eight months. Okay. You hear me? 16000 bucks, right? It's sixteen five. Okay, so you're done in nine months. You're saying it went up to twenty six. Did I just hear that? Yeah, they're telling me that I'm going to owe $11,000 in interest the time my payment things up yeah by the time you pay 120 payments but you're not going to pay 120 Mm -hmm. payments you're going to pay it off by september that's right and so your interest is probably about seven percent on it somewhere like that 
but you've got to get online and start having an interaction with this account mm-hmm. because the idiots on the phone you have discovered are absolute. Their parents are cousins over there, man. This is the dumbest operation on the planet. You have got to get interface with the website yes. because it's the only possible way you're going to get ahead of this and then make a place where you can make a payment and you can log the payment and you can keep up with the payment and start sending them $2,000 a month. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about you being in collections. You get a job, you're making $40,000 a year. You put $20,000 towards this, you're done in nine months. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. It's it. You're done. Quit, but don't screw around with it and sit and wait on, you know, your mother to call them and fix this. Get your butt in gear and get in there and get this solved. Run headlong into it like your hair's on fire. Quit waiting on somebody else to fix it. Because I'm telling you, the people you're dealing with are dumber than a rock. And that's the thing. You can't. And they don't care. And they don't know. Like, they're not your financial advisor. People call into the student loan companies and want them to tell you. Like, the student loan companies have one goal keep you in debt. Exactly. They don't want you to pay it off. Yeah, don't ask them. They want to make it difficult to pay off. What I want to do is to get a knife and stick it right straight in the middle of this account and let the air out of this thing Mm -hmm. right now. Get after it. This is an extreme level of proactivity, like it matters, Mm -hmm. because it does. A little bit of energy on your voice there, man. Get a little fired up about it. Like these people are freaking stealing your money, and they're getting ready to mess you up for the next decade of your life if you don't quit screwing with them. Go punch them in the face, man. Get after it. Get you some money coming in and attack this thing with a vengeance. This stuff has a high rate of resurrection. It doesn't go away because you talked to a mystery lady last summer on the phone. you got to get your butt in there and give them money. Lots of it quickly so they go away. That's how this works. you got to find a way to do that. Best way to do it is online because you're not having to deal with an idiot human on the other end that doesn't want you out of debt anyway. Hey, folks, our brand-new event, Dave Ramsey's Investing Essentials, is almost here. Do not miss this chance to get the tools you need to build your investing plan and prepare for your dream retirement with confidence. It's happening May 21st and 22nd, and it's virtual, so you can tune in from anywhere. You can even submit your questions to get real answers in real time. Tickets are $199. Get yours at RamseySolutions.com slash events. Every dollar is our world-class budgeting app. It helps you manage money the Ramsey way. It works wherever you are with iOS, Android, or online. You can start every dollar for free and immediately see where you stand with your money. You get organized. You personalize your budget. You stop overspending. You save money. If you're new to every dollar, we'll show you a long-term financial roadmap showing you how your budgeting app is going to take you right through the baby steps. You'll track your net worth your debt-free date, your retirement date, baby step progress, more. We're going to actively coach you to build wealth to reach your goals. Download the free app for iOS or Android or go to everydollar.com and get started. You can do it for free or you can do the EveryDollar Plus and connect to your bank or you can go all the way to Ramsey Plus and do EveryDollar Plus included with Ramsey Plus with Financial Peace University, the whole thing in a package. Mm. And uh, that's a cool thing too. Check all of that out at RamseySolutions.com or EveryDollar.com, either way. And for those of you that have Mint or know someone that has Mint, uh, it's a very large and um, popular budgeting app. Uh, it is closing in a week. Mm. They're shutting it down. 
Yeah. And uh, we're one of the other largest budgeting apps. Uh, we've always thought ours was better. Uh, now we're sure it is because it's open. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, inviting uh, all you Mint people to come over and uh, mm. c- come come out come out of the dark side. Come to come over to our C- side. Come to the light. That's right. That's come right. Come to the light. We we will help you out. We promise you and spread the word, guys. Yeah, you could go we- to everydollar.com/jade. And, and get you a deal? can get a deal. I think it's fifteen dollars off. You can get. I gotta get me a slash Dave. I know. Or I'm gonna give these folks some options because I need them to get into every dollar. Or check this out. If you buy the book, money's not a math problem. Mm-hmm. The book's ten dollars, mm-hmm. but you get three months free of every dollar premium because oh. there's a little QR code in the book. Oh, so these now are we're, these are now cheat we're codes, fancy guys. Schmancy. Yes. Yeah. There's right. ways. There's methods to get this. Yeah. So slash Jade <laughs> gets you a few dollars off, but ten dollars for the book gets you the book, and you can do that at Ramsey Solutions, and boom, there you are. You get three months free. Hey, that's a good deal. We got options here. Lots of things. Lots of things. Riley is uh, not there on that line. Riley would be on this line in Iowa City. Hi, Riley. What's up? Hi. Um, how you doing? Better than I deserve. How can I help? So, um, I'm I'm in a bit of a of a pickle right now. Um, so, me and my wife, uh, we were together for a few years and then got married this year in August. And um, now we're, uh, I'm in the verge of getting of a divorce and I just. You've been married six months? Yeah. What in the world, son? How, how, what's going on? Wow. Um, so, yeah, we, we were together for three years and we, we were, I, it felt like we were creating something. You know, we had a, our own place. It was a, an apartment. Um, we were working towards getting a house and stuff, and we eventually had our daughter, uh, who is currently one year old. Um, and then we got married, and just a few days ago, um, I found out she cheated on me. Um, and I don't know, I'm just like kind of just stuck right now. I just, I'm not 100% sure what to do. I'm sorry. That's honey. terrible. What a horrible thing. Um, her and I like have talked about it and she's willing to definitely do like 50, 50 with, uh, with our daughter. Um, I just, just don't know how I'm going to financially cover this, um, recover from this. Cause I, 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 I've never had the best work ethic. I always had trouble keeping the job. Um, I was always just kind of just battling my mental health and stuff. And, um, I haven't been now that I have my daughter and I just, how old are you? I'm worried. I, I'm 22. Mm. Okay. Do you have any debt, hon? No. Okay. I don't have any debt. That's good news. Okay. So what you have, um, is a broken heart and a little baby involved. And, um, you are going to be forced to stiffen your backbone and start having a manly career going forward and putting your life together, aren't you? Yeah. But, it, um, but luckily, you don't feel you don't feel real strong right now, but you're going to have to be anyway. No, I don't. I mean, luckily, like, I have family. Uh, uh, your family's not going to do it. You're going to do it. You're 22 years old. You're going to yeah. throw your shoulders back, and you're going to get through this. I know it hurts, but you're, 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 this is your time. This is your moment. 
when you decide everything's going to be different for you from today forward, you're going to step up and you you know, cause here's the thing. Work ethic is a choice. You can just decide today. I'm going to be a different guy today. I'm going to have work ethic today. I'm going to show up today. I'm going to have energy today. I'm going to have initiative today. I'm going to pour into my career and I'm going to turn and put the, this horrible heartbreak in the rearview mirror. And I'm going to go make something of my life. You're only 22. You got the rest of your life to go be an incredible man. And I feel like that's just one issue I have with myself is I, I feel like I'm already on time and you're 22. I know I got socks I older than that. <laughs> you're not out of time. You're not out of time. Cause if you're out of time, then Dave and I are screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Dave might be out of time, but Jaden, you are not out of time. No, we're good. We, I got, I'm not out of time. I got, I got a lot of time left. Life is good. Mm-hmm. Have at it. So, you too, man. So, listen. It, I listen. The problem with something like this is a broken heart steals your confidence. Yeah. And I'm trying to tell yeah. you, you need that confidence and work ethic. Um, these are decisions, and, and it's very difficult during a time of high trauma high stress to throw your shoulders back and just get, get after it. Mm -hmm. But it's the best medicine for where you are. It's the best healing you'll have. Go lose your work in some 80 hour weeks, go lose your life in some 80 hour weeks and see how big a pile of money you happen to pile up while you're recovering from this mess, then this broken heart and you move on. Okay. It's, man, it's what I would tell my little brother, my, tell my son yeah. if he called me and it was in this situation. It, it's, it, there's not, there, there's not a, it, yes, it hurts, but get some of your best. Have you got some good friends, some good man friends? I I do. Yeah. Okay. Are they studs or are they wimps? Um, they're studs. Okay. Then, then tell them to come around you and you need somebody to walk with you right now. You're hurting. Yeah. I've been there myself where I'm hurting. I need some guys by me. I need my, I need my family by me. Tell me it's going to be okay. And pushing me and saying, go get it, go get it, go get it. Cause otherwise what a human nature is. And I've been there. I was 28 years old, lost everything. I was sitting in the corner, sucking my thumb, whining about how bad life was. And one of my buddies goes, you need to get your butt up and get moving. Mm-hmm. That's what he told me. He said, you got enough lemons here. You ought to go make some lemonade. Mm-hmm. And that, and I, I did. I've been, I've been, I've been working. I, I've been keeping up with the bills and stuff. Um, it's just, uh, it sucks cause I, I, I really like this job. And Riley, what do you make? Up. I make about, uh, 17 an hour. Okay. I want you to go make um, I want you to go make a hundred thousand dollars. Quit limping along. Go get it. Go get it. You're just 22. Go get it. You made a mistake in this relationship. You chose poorly. She broke your heart. Now go get you a life. Get it. It's the only thing you can do. It's the best possible reaction to this horrible tragedy. Mm -hmm. This is the Ramsey show.
Our scripture of the day is Psalm 37, 21. The wicked borrows and does not pay back, but the righteous is gracious and gives. The great Milton Friedman said, nobody spends somebody else's money as carefully as he spends his own. <laughs> that's wow, that's true. good. It's also true of the government. Yes, okay. Kevin's in Austin, Texas. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Dave, Jade, good to talk to you guys. You too. Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas. Absolutely. I got a quick question for you. Um, so I'm 27, single. I live in Austin, Texas. The home prices out here are astronomical. I'm in baby step 3B. I've saved up about 50000 for that down payment, and I have about 10000 in an emergency fund. Um, You're in good shape. Well done. I oh, appreciate it. Thank you, sir. My question is, is that uh, I'm still single, and my good buddy Roy has been saying for a long time, Kevin, ain't no one is going to want to date you when you're driving that old Honda Accord. You need to get you a sports car. What? Your and good I, buddy Roy I is really, an idiot. <laughs> oh, man. I love Roy. I really do. I, I do, too, I but do. It, Roy don't know how to pick a woman. Uh-huh. If a woman is going to come to you because of the car you drive, you're not going to get much of a woman. Oh, man. That's yeah, a I, word. I, I, I pretty much agree with you. Wisdom in a multitude of councils. I'm, I'm going around. Um, Dude, I so was on my third date question, with though. my wife in a 1974 Monte Carlo, and we went. Across, I was telling her that some, I had two dollars to my name, and I was telling her someday I'm going to be a millionaire. And we went across the railroad tracks, and the muffler fell off my car. <laughs> <laughs> We've been married 43 years. Wow. She's been through yeah. bankruptcy and been a millionaire twice, riding around with that guy with no muffler on his car. Yep. Absolutely. Tell Roy not well, to not to give any more women advice. Oh man, I I agree with you on that. I do, but I I also have a little bit of a bug. I'd love to have. Okay, now we're getting drive. to it. Ain't got to do with women <laughs> he, or Roy. He, he okay. was blaming it on you Roy. You have a bug. He exited oh. on. Okay, exit now on. we I'm, got I'm it. I'm a stickler. I'm a stickler, and I don't spend the money on myself like that. And so okay. I, I don't know. Is it so okay? what, what are you trying no, to buy? What you got so the fever weird. for? What you got the fever for, Kevin? Well, I'd like to get me uh, 2016 Camaros. Oh, I'd like so to buy. I might have some miles on it. You know, something fun. Sweet. What's it cost? Uh, I, I I was thinking about pulling about 30k out of the down payment and taking that to go get me a toy. Is what I'm doing. Well, what do you earn every? What What do you earn annually? 120. All right. Yeah. So. And you're single. Yeah, we've established that you're looking for a woman. Yeah. Okay, that's right. <laughs> um, all right. So listen. If you make $120,000 a year, you have $50,000 in cash, and you want to delay, as a single guy, I don't want to buy a house right now. We're going to delay buying a house, and we're buying a car that is used and is way less than 50% of my take-home pay. That fits the Ramsey guidelines. Yeah, I'm locking in my vote. Now, I like that. Now, you don't think it would be, because I earmarked that money. I put it in for a down payment. Well, that's, you know, that's, that's why you earmark it, so it makes you stop and think. You are trading two years of buying a house for the Camaro. Okay. That's what this earmarking does. It makes you make that decision. And you put both of those on the scale, two years on one side of the scale, Mm -hmm. Camaro on the other side of the scale. But what you're describing is not an out of control purchase. Nope. Unless you're buying it to get a girl. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just, which we've established (laughs) is a bad plan. True. But the car yeah. is a sweet car. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not a. It's a good car. I love the car. But the uh, uh, you know, and, and you know, it's not going to make you happy. It's a reasonable vehicle 
purchase in your situation, um, it is going to delay. What you're saying is I'm trading two years of my purchase on my home goal for this purchase of this car. What are you driving now? Uh, it's a 2014 Honda. There's nothing wrong with it mechanically. It's What's it just worth? A mom car, about 10 grand. Okay. So you only really need 20 grand. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be true. Oh, that's good. Uh, look, I'm excited for you. Enjoy the car. Okay. All right. I appreciate you guys. I got to pray about it. Wisdom in the multitude counts as y'all yeah. one. But. <laughs> but, but, but don't buy it to get chicks. You'll get the Absolutely. wrong chick. You're right. You'll get, I'm you'll get day. one. You don't want you got it. shallow You're women right. are not handy. Shallow men are not handy. <laughs> and people who pick b- dates out based on cars are the definition of shallow. Look, it's not going to hurt him, though. Let's be honest, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shallow co-hosts. I'm just saying. It's oh, not, my gosh. It's not hurting his case. It doesn't necessarily help his case, but it's definitely not hurting his case. That's all I'm saying. Women, weigh in. and Please. Weigh in in those comments. It's not hurting him. Please do not pick. A date based on the car they drive. The car Please. doesn't make the man. Please. Man makes car. Please. God help us all. <laughs> I'm just saying. The I know. Same I guy, heard what you're saying. If he rolls up and, you know, his Honda Accord wasn't bad. I don't know why he thought that That's that was That's a Jesus bad. car. Jesus said they're all in one Accord. All you right. You <laughs> just can't argue with this. If you wanted to buy a Tesla, you wouldn't have been on board, though. If That's he wanted right. to buy a Tesla. But a Tesla is not a chick car. Not even close. A Camaro might be. I mean, not um, a 2016. Oh, uh, yes, it is. It is. is oh, it? It's a boss car. Yeah. Well, then that's what I, then I, I stand my claim. He is not hurting his case. He's not hurting his case. <laughs> just, but don't let that be your motivation. Right. It's a bad thing. It's a really bad idea. If people are impressed by what you drive instead of who you are, you have the wrong crowd you're running with, especially the wrong woman you're dating. So. Just to, you, you got to get paid. Listen, when you reach the point that you're driving a car because you want the car, that's when that's you're good. making proper car purchases. When you're trying to impress somebody at a stoplight you'll never meet, that's when you do stupid butt stuff with cars. Mm-hmm. You think everybody else is looking at you? Oh, come on! Nobody gives a crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, about I know, it at the right? End of the day. Nobody's looking. Really, nobody. And if she's looking, I don't want her. It's it. I'm just saying that's how that works. And that's official dad jokes right there all wrapped into one <laughs> official boomer boomer insights and so into dating boomer insights boomer boomer dating insights that's what that is we're gonna have a new a new a new segment on the show james next year boomer insights on dating i'm sure i'm sure we could get a sponsor like depends okay, okay dave all right <laughs> Uh, Jasmine in Denver, help us. How can we help you? Jasmine in Denver, Um, are you there? Yes, hi. Hi, how can we help right quick before we run out of time? Mm -hmm. We can hear you. So I was was in a car accident uh, on April, and it was really horrible. We got a new car. Are you okay? Uh, Yes, I'm fine now, thank goodness. Um, We we got a settlement. We got $38,000 from that, and... um, we, me and my husband, we had some uh, credit card bills, but the first thing I did, paid it all off. No Good. credit card debt anymore. Okay. We used to owe 12000 so now we're all gone. And we have like a little bit of money left. I still owe my car 23 And after that, I still owe like some furniture, about like 5000 I want to pay that off as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been listening to you guys only for like about a month or so. So like, I just like, just by listening on the radio, I was like, all right, 
So maybe this is like the stuff that I need to be done, but I don't know what to do next. And then also like, uh, I want to make more income. So I've been working at a restaurant as a waitress. I've been moved to the company. Company's been nice to me, but um, they said that they they're thinking about promoting me to be a manager. But it Jasmine, hasn't what's your yet. question? And the talk has been like, should I move to a new restaurant, a higher restaurant that pays me more, or should I stick with this one, hoping that I get promoted to be a manager and make more money? What's wrong with going to the one that's going to pay you more? What's the downside? They might also promote you to a manager if they're yeah. willing to pay you more. So well, that was easy. Yeah, that was okay. easy. And then yeah. list, list those debts from smallest to largest. And if you have any money from the settlement, put $1,000 aside, keep it. Get after the um, get after those debts. Yeah. And you sound like you started that process, mm-hmm. but let's finish it up now. And then make all you can make and throw it all at, that, uh, at those debts and That's work right. them off in that direction. Well, Merry Christmas, America. <laughs> uh, I feel like we really got after some people today. That was I think that wasn't yeah. the Christmas spirit I was expecting. Well, the Grinch is here. What can I say? Oh <laughs> man! Wow. <clears throat> January will be better. That's fun. <laughs> Kevin's buddy Roy, bless his heart. All Roy's right. been hanging out with Uncle Boo Boo. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That puts us hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Dr. John Deloney here. Mental and emotional health challenges, broken relationships, it's all just part of life, but they don't have to define you. The Dr. John Deloney Show is here to help. It's a caller-driven podcast where you can get practical advice on dealing with anxiety, loneliness, depression, relationship challenges, your kids, and so much more. Listen to questions from our callers, or if you're walking through a tough situation and need some help, give me a call. You were never meant to do life alone, and that's what this podcast is all about. Follow along on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or the Ramsey Network app. Remember, your worth being well.